Okay, everyone, welcome back to Let's Hear What They Have to Say with your hosts, Cornelius O'Brien and Hugh Fructose. So, Cornelius, are you excited for today's podcast? Let me tell you, Hugh, I am very excited because I think we have two very special guests with us today. Oh, special so I am word. very happy to introduce Tyrone Cornwallis, who is a face painter at the local Warren County Fair, and Lisa Cobb, who describes herself as an ex fortune cookie writer. Ooh, okay. So, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to hear from them. Uh, let's see if we can get them on now. Uh, let's see. Uh, Tyrone, uh, Lisa, can, can you hear us? Yep. Yeah, yeah, you can yeah. hear me. Oh, that's, that's good. That's good. I can't hear you very well. Very well. I'm very excited to have you on today's show. Um, so as you know, this show, we uh, interview uh, two people and experts in their field about uh, not only about the professions and the quirky things, but also high profile news cases that uh, and cr uh, criminal cases that have uh, been brought up recently. So I know you both uh, and you both agreed beforehand that you were comfortable talking about this. So I, I'm very great, grace, gracious that you guys are willing to talk about that. So, um, oh, why don't we just dive into it? Uh, maybe we start with um, uh, Tyrone. Could you tell us a little about your job and your day-to-day -day, uh, livelihood? What what you do? What when you wake up in the morning and go to work? What is your day like? Well, like Cornelius said, um, I'm a face painter, so I usually wake up 3 a.m. and I have to practice because practice makes perfect. I usually buy about five oranges at my local market each day. And I just start painting on them, whatever I want. Spider-Man, a tiger, a lion, maybe. Uh, After so, that. Hmm? Uh, so Tyrone, uh, tell us, is there something significant about the orange in particular? Uh, is there any properties about it that make it uh, conducive to face painting? Well, as you know, like, Kid, children's faces aren't the cleanest. Neither are orange peels, one might think. Huh. Even if I've washed them tons of times. Still dirty, still smell like a bunch of children's faces, unfortunately. Just wait, touching... wait uh, Mr. Cornwallis, did you describe that oranges smell like children? Well, it came, that came out wrong, okay? Children, they all have, they have, they all have a smell. They all smell like just they they smell like a public restroom. Imagine that. Uh, okay, uh, let's let's move on. Um, so, uh, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Cobb, um, could you please tell us about your experience in the fortune cookie business and and why you left? Maybe. Um. Yes. Well, leaving was definitely my decision. I definitely did not get fired, as some might tell you. Um, but when I did work there, um, well, I worked from home and every morning I would wake up and I would do my meditation and get ready to read people's futures. Um, as you know, some might say that the fortunes aren't real, but no, I can guarantee that all of them will absolutely come true. Well, that's very uh, pleasing to hear. Uh, you know, uh, Cornelius, didn't you get a, a pretty funny one last week? Uh, excuse me, your audio was cutting out for a second. Oh, oh sorry, um, Mr. Cornelius, did you did you uh, didn't you tell me last week that you got a, a quite funny fortune cookie? I did get a really funny one. It was a little odd. Let me see. I think I have it around here somewhere. Oh, here we go. It says fortune will come to those who look downwards on their life. It was quite depressing. 
really. Did you do? Did you have any part in writing that one, Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Um, Cobb? Um, I might have. Who knows? I don't. I don't really remember all of them. Um, but you know, it's it's depressing. Oh well, it's true. Uh, the truth is uh, often upsetting, isn't it? Um, so now you two have have met before. Is that correct? Uh, both Mr. Mr. Cornwallis and Cobb, Mrs. Cobb. Uh, yeah, she uh, she came around the carnival with her kids once, and I noticed her. I, I didn't think much of it, though, so I started painting her kid's face, and I'll remember if you remember this, Lisa, but you kind of you kind of went crazy when I messed up the tiger, uh, the whisker. Well, that's because you're supposed to be a professional. Um, I just don't want you messing up my child's face. You know, well, it's pretty messed up before I got there, but oh, uh, um, uh, let's keep it civil, everyone. Um, uh, maybe next weekend to keep it civil, we can talk about your civil, civil lawsuits. Um, so could you please, uh, Mr. Mr. Cornwallis, tell us about your case and what the what the give the listeners a rundown of what what your side of the case was and what what you thought was the problem, what happened, and and make your case for the for the lobbyists. So it was another kind of nut job case like Lisa's, no offense, but uh, my, I was doing this girl's face and she uh, really liked, painting. she just really liked Spider-Man. So this is my first, this, this was early in my career. So I started drawing Spider-Man on her face, right? And I, I'll admit it, I absolutely just mess her up, right? And I, I finish, I'm trying to get it done. I show her in the mirror. She starts bawling her eyes out, okay? Now, what am I supposed to do when I see a little kid crying like that? I don't know. I start yelling very aggressively at her to stop crying. Some might say it was a little too far and a little scary. That's what the cops said when they took me out and I almost got my license revoked, but luckily I didn't. Oh, that's very, it's very good to hear that you didn't get your license revoked, but, um, when you say license, are you talking about your face painter license? Yes. Oh, yeah. I was about to ask, a face painter's license? I didn't know that you guys had to have one of those. Not many people do, Cornelius, let me tell you. Yeah, you yeah, go. I don't know how you managed to get one of those when you messed up my child. Hey, Miss um, uh, Cobb, we, we need to continue with the interview. Uh, we'll get to you soon. Thank you. Um, back to the license. You have to go through about two years of school uh, for face painting. It's a rare school only in Vermont and Virginia. But you go you go up there, you take two years of school, then you take a test. It's kind of like the bar, except in my opinion, it's harder. You know, lawyer schmoyer, face painting is an art. And that's what you have to commit your life to, to get this license. And that's what I did. Hmm. Well, it sounds like you are a very convicted uh um, uh, face painter, sir. Convicted might not be the right word because he uh, actually didn't you get acquitted on your case, right? Because uh, uh, they didn't have enough evidence of of you actually yelling at the child. Uh, yeah, they didn't know what to call it. They were just like yelling at a child, they, they disturbing the peace, but they just they just gave it up. Okay, that's that's good to hear. Um, well, now, uh, if I may, if I may say, uh, Mr. Cornwallis, you sound like a very pleasant man to me, and 
Um, you sound like a very educated man, and I didn't know that you had to go to school for face painting, so thank you for telling us. Yeah, no problem. Just trying to get people into it, you know? One of the main reasons I wanted to come on here. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's kind of the purpose of our podcast, not just to, you know, um, not just to hear for people what, what the situations are and keep them updated on your news in all sorts of different fields, but also to get people, young kids, interested in, in new subjects, such as face painting, or maybe even fortune cookie telling, uh, fortune cookie writing. Um, could you, Mrs. Cobb, tell us a little bit about, a little more about um, uh, what it was like to write fortune cookies? Um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, one of my favorite jobs, but I, I did have to quit, but we'll get to that later. Um, you, you just sort of get in the zone and you start thinking about like, oh yes, I know exactly who's, who's going to get this fortune and I know exactly what they need to hear right now. You know, even if it's morbid or depressing, it doesn't matter. Uh, you, you, it sounds like you're just trying to do your best in telling the truth to what's going to happen to these people. Uh, Cause that's all we want, right? Uh, we just want to know the truth. We know, we want to know what's going to happen to us. And I think that's, I think that's beautiful. Now, um, could you tell us a little bit more about uh, your 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 court case that just uh, happened? Uh, was it two weeks ago? Um, so please please just tell us a little bit about that. Your side of the story, what your charges charges brought against you were, etc. Uh, yes, yes, of course. Um, so I um, I like to say that I'm in touch with nature. Um, so one day when you know when a little baby bear wandered into my yard, I just decided to keep him as a pet. Um, Turns out he, he's like really, really in touch with reading the future. Like he really, he was very, very helpful with writing those fortunes. Um, I named him Jonathan and, you know, we became close friends, but I guess you're not really supposed to own a bear, but it's okay. So um, you, you were you were found guilty of this, of this account charge of uh, exotic animal uh, and animal trafficking. Is that correct? Yeah, I didn't know it was wrong, so it's fine. I, I did nothing wrong. Miss Fortunes Cobb, didn't tell you? Miss Cobb, if I may ask, um, do you know where this bear came from? Because you, since you were um, animal trafficking, I, I don't really know how. No, he, he just showed up one day. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Well, it sounds like you're just trying to do the best, uh, the best, because... Uh, you know, may it may violate some laws, but in the end, um, what you were trying to do was good for nature, and you're just trying to be true to your art. Uh, now, speaking of that art, you said that since the court case happened two weeks ago, you were terminated, or um, um, uh, as you put it, quit, um, uh, just uh, last week. Is that correct? Uh, have you found any new uh, jobs in their field that you're you're looking towards and looking forward to? Um. Yeah. I don't think I could work in the fortune cookie field anymore. Me, me personally, I just don't think I could do my work without Jonathan. It's really difficult, but it's okay. Um, I will probably, I don't know, maybe writing horoscopes. Um, that seems pretty interesting. You know, that... if, I, if, I, if I may ask, Ms. Cobb, I don't mean to make you upset at all, but do you think you'll be able to go on in your sort of fortune industry without having an animal pet with you at all times being able to help you out at all since you did say that it had uh, some properties to it that helped you 
Yes, having having an animal companion is very helpful. Um, but I I think I might need to take a few weeks off. But I could I could do it. I have confidence, and I'm sure you guys all have confidence in me as well. So that's all I need. <laughs> that, that, that's correct. Um, now I think it's time for our ad break. Uh, so uh, we'll be right back. And today our uh, our sponsor for this podcast episode will be Corn VPN. Uh, corn VPN is the number one place for uh, corn and cr- corn encryption and your kernel needs. Um, this what this does is uh, uh, Corn VPN makes sure that uh, your information, your passwords, and your data are correctly and safely stored in your in a cloud server hosted by Corn VPN. Um, each each data packet is put into a kernel. Uh, which is later um, popped uh, when you need to access it again. Um, this makes sure that uh, uh, that internet stalkers um, cannot access your data and cannot cannot um, steal your identity in any way. So um, if you go to corn cornvpn.com slash uh, slash let's hear what they have to say and type in the corn uh, the code in corn crime for seven hundred and thirty eight percent off. Uh, thank you. That that back to the show. And we're back. Um, so we don't have much time left, uh, everyone. But um, I would like to ask a few closing questions before um, uh, we we send you guys on your way. Um, so, Mister Mister Cornwallis, now, do you think that yes, sir, uh, as a face painter, uh, do you think that there are um, any areas of the field that that need to be pushed advanced forward. Do you think the representation in the field of face painting is adequate? Do you think that um, the, the labor standards are being met to in your field, in especially the carnival uh, setting? Um, and just uh, could you elaborate a little bit on the working conditions in which you have and benefits, et cetera, and uh, just for the people who are interested in that career? Well, our carnival does a little different with the working conditions part. Most face painters you only see out maybe spring, summer, maybe fall, but winter is just carnival. Most carnivals closed. You know, it's not really, you don't want to go outside and get your face painted, but they do it different here. So every, every other Wednesday, I go out inside of, uh, in front of Food Lion and I just have to sit there for hours volunteering to face paint for this free publicity. Never so- goes my way though. So are you ever, are you actually paid for your, your services? Uh, I'm only paid in tips. And sometimes if I'm lucky, I'll get some, get some little popcorn thrown around the way from the carnival. But uh, that's really it. Mr. Cornwallis, so you wouldn't describe this as a very stable job or lifestyle, would you? Uh, it's not the most lucrative, but if you want to have fun in a career, let me tell you, face painting is the way to go. I'm behind on so many bills right now, but I would leave all, I would have to pay all my bills just to feel some sort of happiness that face painting gives me. Well, that's very, you know, there, I have to agree with you on that. As long as you're, you're having a good time and you're enjoying the work that you do, your profession. And I think that's all that's important. And, you know, I, I applaud you for that, Mr. Cornwallis. I really and do. thank you. Thank you. And another bonus. I'm pretty sure the IRS can't tax me. I'm well, not 100% sure, though. 
you know, maybe we'll have to uh, edit that part out because we do not want IRS agents uh, contacting our show. But um, to to end it off, um, Mrs. Mrs. Cobb, could you um, kind of kind of elaborate exactly in the same way of you know where you'll think your career will go and um, what the whether or not you would recommend the career field that you are in. Uh, fortune cookie writing to other young uh, aspiring fortune tellers uh. um I absolutely would but like only if you have a gift for it it's it's really competitive um so you know if you if you don't get in don't be disappointed um though I guess I have uh discovered the new techniques of an animal companion um which which can really help you um it, it doesn't it, it can hurt you as well there's, you know, a lot of jobs don't like um, bears, you know, contaminating the cookies, but it's okay. It's, it's perfectly normal for, you know, there to be some conflict. Um, I definitely do recommend this career. Um, it's a lot of fun. Well, that's... Uh... If I may butt in real quick before we end. Uh, of course. So... You're saying that this bear helped you write fortunes that it helped you with like the creative process, right? Mm-hmm. So it didn't give you a little heads up or you weren't good enough on your own to know that somebody was going to mess up your daughter's face painting because it isn't supposed to like help you in a way. Uh, um, uh, I think we'll, uh, we'll end it here. Um, see, see, I can't predict uh, my uh, own future. Um, that's actually what the purpose of the show is you know we want to make sure people's true opinions come out is that right uh Cornelius mm-hmm. I think yeah. that was a good episode wouldn't you think it was very interesting. I love meeting new people, learning about them. I personally really did like that, Mr. Cornwallis. Very personable fellow. And Miss Cobb, very, very interesting woman, I must say. Yeah, uh, well, what maybe we can have them that? back on the uh, uh, podcast someday. I, I agree with you in all, all the ways. Um, so I believe um, we'll see you guys next week, right, uh, Cornelius? Or, or are we taking a bye with next week? No, I think we will be seeing them next week. I think we have two very fun characters uh, ready for next week. Uh, I'm not going to give them away. You'll just have to come back next week. So thank yep. you. Well, we'll just have to let the listeners see. And uh, that would be it. See you guys.